Welcome to Evolution Through Ascension. Are you ready? Good morning, sir. Good morning, Jesse. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, man? Wonderful. Thank you. You know what today is? Mm, besides Saturday, no. Today is our official one-year anniversary of the podcast. Oh, shit. That's right. It is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Wow. Well, congratulations, and thank you for being a part of this with me. It's great. Yeah, thank you, sir. Congratulations. This has been... It's been a wild ride. Yeah, I was about to say, this has been a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of gone fast, too. It has. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Thank you for all the, the listeners that have been with us this entire time, this whole year. Yeah, thank you. It, we seem to have a core group that's sticking around and appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. I bet they can look back as well and see that this has been a, a ride for sure. Yeah. You know, some of those episodes are pretty intense for how much content is there, how much how much mind expansion is is required to be able to process this type of okay. uh, this this level of um this level of being that we are. Yeah. Oh yeah. That wow. You know what? I can I completely spaced it too. <laughs> I had so much other things on my mind. I spaced the one year. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but hopefully all you uh, all you listeners at home there, hopefully you've have definitely grown and have learned a ton and expanded a lot. Hopefully you're not nearly in the same spot that you were a year ago. Yeah, because even there's really simple things in there, small things that even those implemented as change and working with those can be transformational in their in their own way. Mm. Just maybe just later on at some point that the growth can be recognized because you'll be in a situation where you've you've reacted a completely different way than you would before or you thought about things in a different way, a different perspective, a more loving, positive perspective mm-hmm. uh, versus in the past. And it's a natural healing of the self. Oh, yeah. I know. <clears throat> I can't tell you how much I've healed over the past year. Just just, just from doing the podcast alone, not, not, not even counting my own growth and expansion to just doing the work off to the side, you know. It's not even the same human. Yeah, I would say the exact same thing for myself as well. Yeah. It's, woo, 2021, let's go, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My God. And I'm glad you said something. I would have completely forgot about it. Sitting there watching that, that video there, that interview with, Mr. David Hawkins there when you when you walked in and I was just sitting there thinking about consciousness. <laughs> well, we're not raised with of an understanding or a knowledge of what consciousness is. No. However, it can be eventually felt an experience and you have an inner knowing of, of what's going on. Once you get past a certain level of your inner work, uh, a certain path, uh, past a certain area of your healing that, that needs to occur first before your mind is freed enough before it is expanded enough to be able to accept the new amount of, truthful knowledge and energy that you're going to get from that. Mm -hmm. Even your physical body has to be ready and to be able to accept what's about to happen. Oh yeah. That's it. 
the more healing that you do, the more your body's going to be prepped for that. The more you, the more you cry it out, the more, the more accepting and forgiving that you do, the more shadow work and getting down in there and, and, and rooting out old memories. Your body will start to physiologically change inside by no longer holding on to all that nonsense. Yeah. A lot of times it just takes a good cry to just let your body know, to signal to your body it's okay to let it up and just get it going out. Just get here you go. Just process it out, get rid of it, and start freeing up other crap that's buried below it. Yeah. (laughs) And on the same token, the next step after getting out that emotion through crying and completely emptying out that build up of energy that you have to take the time to reflect on what made you upset, why it made you upset and break it down and understand where the truth was in that situation, no matter what it was and see what was there for your internal growth. What was your challenge in that event to learn about. Mm -hmm. This is where your evolution of being comes into play in your life. When you're doing this at look at looking at all of your memories, all of your past, all of your beliefs, all of that and breaking it down to its truth and finding where the challenges have been in your life this whole time. I I guarantee that you could be able to write these down on a pad of paper real quick. The top ones that make you upset, the top ones, uh, things that you could be regretting about your life, uh, goals that haven't been met, just the negative things that you, the negative things that are a part of your story. Mm Mm-hmm jot all of that down and really all of that is going to be your challenges for growth. There's going to be messages all inside those things that by diving into them, you're going to end up converting that energy into a positive loving vibration, which is going to completely transform you. So all these different aspects that you have throughout your life that you've held on negatively, it's going to change all of them. This ends up changing your entire structure of your inner being. It changes your reality. It changes the way you interact with others. It changes how you view the world. It changes all of your situations into a reasoning state versus reactive state, a more loving versus fearful state a more calm and peaceful state versus reactive and uh, stressed out, anxious, depressed, whatever it is, a complete change of how you operate. Yeah. And that's hard to be able to visualize or conceptualize because you haven't experienced it yet. That's the reason why, yeah. but you have to experience it first and go through this transformation first before you actually know what spirituality is Mm. you know what what the quote-unquote god of everything is it's the discovery of all that our evolution towards that is the reason why we're here we're not here for any other reason but to learn and grow from all of our experiences all of our situations all of our past to discover and remember what we are. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're ever at a at a at a sticking point not being able to to get going. Like Russ said, it's writing it down, just start writing stuff down is a good way to really um a good way to get going, get unstuck and, and after a while it'll it'll start flowing out and then and then once you get the flow going, you can start kind of categorizing it and start making sense of what uh what's really important to you the things that you really want to work on first what what keeps reoccurring the common theme that keeps reoccurring yeah common theme and then start attacking that there's always a common theme 
Yeah. What is it? What's your, what's your body trying to tell you? And usually throughout the course of your day and depending on if you're in a negative mood or not, this can end up dragging into a few days or a few weeks (laughs) becoming a behavior. Um, Negative moods. (laughs) There's always a common theme to those moods. It's something that you're feeding in your head and adding to that, that negative voice that's, that's there but we can we can get ourselves out of that by not giving that voice energy anymore just by letting it letting it talk but just you don't have to say anything back you don't have to no. buy into its its crap anymore that that really is coming from the ego it's trying to get you to sort out a situation that it doesn't know how to sort out for you. No. It's not designed that way. But it's it's it ends up getting you more upset than you were before and it, it keeps you in that, that wormhole of of being angry at yourself or someone else and having to assign blame to either one of you as well. Yeah. (laughs) Some type of attack is going on in in that exchange. Yeah. I think the assigning blame comes from the fact that really doesn't know what to do. And so it's most logical recourse is to assign blame because it thinks that's, what's going to fix it. And it also wants to be higher than that other person as well. It has to have a higher, quote unquote social status it has to rank higher in the food chain than them. Oh yeah. Why would you put yourself down? Exactly. You have to be the better person in all in all scenarios. <laughs> You're always the smarter one. You're always the more better looking. Uh, so much better than everyone else. Silly ego. <laughs> Egos for kids. And uh, and that's where overconfidence comes into play as well. Yeah, confidence is great. Balanced confidence. A balanced confidence of the mind. Yeah. Now, overconfidence would be an a overbalance of one area in the mind and how it functions towards th- to what it it thinks about itself. Yeah. It thinks too highly of itself versus its version to what it thinks about others. So that's what causes that, you know, holier than thou, the you know, the mm. high and mighty complex. Yeah. They're thinking that they can do it when essence they really can't because they haven't given they don't have the proper understanding and the proper cognitive function to be able to think about and apply what they're trying to do. Yeah, you know that and just because you realize your limitations and boundaries, that doesn't mean you're putting yourself down. <clears throat> you're just realizing, Hey, I'm not good here, but I'm better here. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to put yourself down because you're not good at something. You don't have to feel bad because you're not good at something and somebody else is. You're just taking a balanced mindset approach to what's going on in your life. You're recognizing your limitations, your boundaries, and you're, you're bringing that to an all encompassing mindset and say, okay, I'm good here. I'm not good here, you know, and then, and then go at it from there, but don't, that doesn't mean just admitting that you're not good at something doesn't mean you're being negative or putting yourself down. And I think that's a bit of a misconception in, in today's today's world. It's okay to realize those limitations and be vocal about it, but at the same time, don't 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 let that turn into an insecurity and talk down about yourself. You know, even if it's just in a humor type way, you know. Still be strong and confident. Just realize what you can and can't do and then work from there. Yeah based upon what you were just saying, the ego is popping in and out of our thought system while this is happening. And that ends up being the one that gets us in our, in our arguments inside of our head. (laughs) Oh boy. Yeah. That thing. (laughs) Shut up. But the only thing that's going to take anything personal is the ego because it's a very fragile system in the mind it doesn't want you to know that and it puts up this really false shield to try and protect itself but it's it's paper thin 
it's so easy to crack through it and just to be able to see through all of its illusion. I'm so delicate. Don't look at me. <laughs> so when it gets offended, if it takes something personal, it's going to react to that. And it wants you to defend it. You know, earlier when you said, when you said feed it, it made me think of that movie, little shop of horrors. <laughs> feed me, Seymour, feed me. Exactly. Yeah. That's it's just like that. Ego is just that demanding loudmouth plant sitting there in the corner just running its mouth. Not doing shit, but just running its mouth. It's funny, and you can even see that um, out in public where you work at in your with your friends and family, whoever. Who is the loudest person out of everybody who will not be quiet? Who doesn't doesn't ever be still. They always have to be saying something. Oh. Now, depending on the content of what this person is word vomiting on everybody, depending on what that content is, whether it actually has a positive application towards everybody's lives or whether it's just meaningless fodder. This meaningless fodder of a lot of it being anecdotal, of just senseless nothingness of of everything else that's going on in the world uh blaming everything else that's going on in the world and just somebody that just needs to just be quiet and be still for a little while we all know who that one person is or a few people in our lives it's like that it it really is a cry for help internally because they don't actually know what true inner happiness is or true inner peace is nope their mind is so chaotic with focus and and everything else exterior and around them versus themselves versus having any focus on their inner being at all yeah that's uh, i won't name any names but i'd <laughs> As you're talking about that, just one face keeps popping in my mind. I've got one that pops in my mind, too. Dude, that we work with. He just <laughs> will not shut up, and it's always a negative anything about anything. <laughs> and it drains the life out of you. It does. If you stay around that and listen to it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, when I was driving the other day. Oh. Was behind a car, had a bumper sticker that said, Beware of God. Beware of God. And I just, dude, that perplexed me the whole rest of the drive home. <laughs> that to, 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 to try and justify that term, to try and come up with a meaning of that term was absolutely impossible. The, that that term is so false. That term is such a complete distortion of what we would label as God. That that even sharing that that distortion, other people seeing that and possibly believing that is completely detrimental to the entire human race. The word, just the way it starts, beware that doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. It does not make any sense. <laughs> it just, my brain wants to shut down just at the word beware. Yeah. What are you talking it, about? Beware. That is absolutely false for a, what? For a, for how a mind should think. That, that, that entire statement is completely inaccurate. It's not allowing any type of growth past what you're accepting when you see that. It, it shuts down and reinforces something that you're not able to understand because it's been blocked out of your life. It, it's really complex in how the mind perceives that, and if it understands it in a certain way, it will it will shut down your accessibility to spirituality. 
you won't be able to know what spirituality is or understand even the concept because you have no inkling, no inner inkling of it. I, I just, yeah, it's mind blowing of a, of a, I need to go take a nap now. <laughs> what? Because if, if we're bewaring God, bewaring of God, we're bewaring of ourself. Number one, everything else around us, everything we're experiencing. So it's complete fear. It's nothing but a fear-based illusion and labeling God as being a something that is negative, something that will punish you. Yeah. That's not the case at all. Better walk on eggshells or you're in trouble. <laughs> it's a complete misunderstanding of what God is. Yeah. A complete distortion that distorts other people's perceptions of themselves. Yeah, it's the whole control fear mindset. You know, you better walk a tight rope or else, you know. It's not even remotely the way it works. The the only person who gets you in trouble is either A yourself or somebody else. At the end of the day, there no no one's in trouble. He's not mad at anyone. He, she, it, whatever it yeah. is. But ultimately, it still boils down to you making the choice to be with that other individual that got you in that situation as well. Yeah. You are the you are the highest common denominator out of all your situations. You are the only one that is a as a part of every single one of your situations. Yeah, it's like, well, but I mean the only the only thing the only life forms here that have made rules of you're in trouble or you're not in trouble are humans. God never did that. Just go have an experience and then come back. I mean, we're the only ones that do that to each other. <laughs> Be afraid. You're in trouble if you do this. You're not in trouble if you don't, if you do this, you know, it's, it's beware. It's that human, it's that human label of, of being fear. Yeah. <clears throat> Live in fear. And it goes with anything else that we're sharing with other people. That's in that same light. If it's a complete distortion, if it's completely false, completely untrue and we're sharing that with everyone else I mean, for one thing what is it saying about us what is it saying about the knowledge of us if we're sharing something that's completely untrue and we're choosing to do so making that active choice to yeah. be untrue what, what's causing that choice it is the lack of knowledge, lack of knowledge and understanding and situational awareness, and also a lack of understanding and belief within yourself. Maybe even a lack of care within yourself. Because if you, on some level, understand that what you're about to do could possibly get you in trouble and you do it anyway. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, you nailed the top two subjects for sure that's where everything is going to stem from that lack of care is going to come from a lack of love for self yeah so you won't respect yourself as much and you won't care as much but when you realize what you are the behind the scenes of of, of your experience, all of that will completely change. When you start getting a light of what that is, your life will even start to change. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, now where it becomes really transformational is where, is where you're working with it. You've become to trust it. You're, you've becoming to use it as a guide in your life working through your spiritual awakenings, um, that is where the true transformational change of a being is going to start yeah. really working. 
getting into the mastery of self portion of their lives. Mastery of self. <clears throat> you know what? That should really be everyone's journey, honestly. Instead of having the journey of being on a spiritual awakening, it should be the mastery of self. Because as once you dive into that, you're going to be on the path of a spiritual awakening. Yeah. I think mean, it's more of an accurate path to be on than having a spiritual awakening. A spiritual awakening is more of an overall encompassing ideology, but if you get down to the core of that, would be mastery of self. Yeah. Loving yourself first, learning to love others, and then branching out from there. But the one thing that prevents us from doing that is the veil of forgetting. It doesn't allow us to remember that we are here for a journey. So we think this is... We think this is the only one and we essentially get to make our choice. Yeah. The choice. Oh, oh, I love it. Dude, that's getting me. <laughs> that's giving me goosebumps, man. Goosebumps. Whether you get the choice of whether you're, <clears throat> whether you're going to be service to self or service to others, whether you're going to be positive, positively oriented or where you're going to be negatively oriented. And, your mm. your your story, your themes, whatever it is in your daily life and how you operate are based upon the choices of whether you choose to be negative or whether you choose to be positive. This is really how it's broken down. This this choice these choices of whether they're positive or negative is what puts you into the situations that you're put in your life, which are given there for your challenges and your growth, which give you your learning and your knowledge which give you your expansion and evolution. Yeah. It's broken down as simply as that. So if you're not working in these realms, where are you stagnant at in your life? What is your message through your, your themes, your stories? What is that telling you about yourself? What is it showing you? Write it all down. It's reoccurring themes. Yes. And even, even reoccurring themes through these, these higher levels of spiritual awakening that you're going to have. You're going to have many awakenings, not just one. Many. So, numerous. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, I, they're always higher levels of expansion every time it just frees you up just a little bit more and more just a little bit more i got off track i can't remember where i was going with that i don't know a song popped in my head every time you said a little bit more like an old song from the 50s <laughs> oh through the levels of uh spiritual awakening yes spiritual awakening oh <laughs> <laughs> All these awakenings really are is just the unfolding of the self, the remembering of the self. And it's it's a lot of different rememberings that are going to kind of walk you through this veil of forgetting. You're slowly going to pierce through it. And at some point, you'll end up on the other side of the veil of forgetting. Yeah. And you will begin to remember what you are this is on a purely inner core level this is solely for your experience alone your direct connection to exp the experience of of the all that there is the reason why you're here now a lot of this you won't be able to discuss with other people because it's only going to be something that is directly directly for your for how you're experiencing what what all it is encompassing you now there's going to be a lot of messages where you can share with other people uh in the areas where you know that you have grown tips that you can give them that if they're having issues in the same area you can be able to share that knowledge with them to allow them to grow yeah because if you've experienced it you know you know what people have been through if you've been there you're able to walk in their shoes that, that kind of goes into in to being more empathetic as well. Oh, yeah. Put, and putting yourself in other people's shoes. 
Yeah, man, even if you don't understand it, just try and just realize that, hey, I might not understand this person's situation, but I am empathetic toward it, and I, I feel for this person, and I'm not going to sit here and judge this person <clears throat> or, or make up things, you know, make up a story about them. Just, yeah. If you don't yeah. understand it, just get as close as you can to understanding it. I mean... Play on words here on the empathy and empath. Now, having empathy, putting yourself in someone else's shoes, trying to feel the same emotion that they felt, just try to visualize it, try to feel it. Well, an empath is getting the energetic information of that. Okay, so it's not, the, the person is not maybe necessarily being empathetic with that individual, but they feel the energetic feeling of that empathy, yeah. which makes them feel the empathy, and they don't know where it comes from. It doesn't come from the mind. It comes from a vibration. Oh, just that little bit of knowledge right there for empaths could be so big in, in allowing them to understand where this is coming from. That that's why that that stress and that negative energy, whatever it is, that anxiety that you're picking up from that other person, that it's not from you. You're feeling it from that other person. So there's no reason for you to take on any of their energy and store it in yourself. No. You're able to let it go from knowing that it's not your energy. You're just picking it up. You're just sensing it. But it's that's the that's the opening of your skills beginning to develop. The beginning skills of your divine being have have started if you consider yourself in the maybe the earlier stages of being an empath. Later mm. stages of being an empath, labeling it as empath is is incorrect. It's, it's a distorted view. It's much more than just being an empath. That would only be just a component of the overall totality of what you are. Mm -hmm. It's just the allowing of you being able to sense the energy Project the energy, heal others, sensing everything from the environment, really through the emotions and the feelings of the person. It's a different way of experiencing reality, and a lot of people aren't able to explain what they're going through to others. They're afraid to be judged. They're afraid that, that they're going crazy, yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Well, it shuts down a lot of a lot of it from developing and evolving, and especially if the ego is going to be there <laughs> making it worse. Yeah. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so, yeah, it can be frustrating for a lot of people to, to go through it at the beginning. It's a, it is a painful ride in the beginning. Especially if you don't know what's happening. Yeah. There's no one there to guide you or help you. Yeah. That'd be scary and frustrating all at the same time. Yeah, that's... And that's why we all need to be there for each other. We need to help each other and guide each other and... As you figure things out, help other people out so they can start figuring things out. This all the, the whole spiritual awakening can be kind of rough at first until you kind of get a grasp on what's going on with you, what your specific thing is. I would hope that the overall message of, of the podcast content would even just be enough in itself to be able to put people at ease just to let them know that, hey, others are going through this. Others have already been here. Yeah. Others will continue to go through this. Is an absolute natural 
part of our journey. It's the and it's the beginning of our spiritual journey while we're here. It's a necessary part of our evolution. Yeah, and I think that's that's pretty much been my mindset the whole time is just getting people to to realize, hey, we're all going through it. There's help out there. There's guidance. You're not alone. You know, it, it's it's okay, you know, whatever's happening to you. Well, we're all here for each other, and, you know, we all need to support each other. <clears throat> yeah. And kind of start to let go of the attachments of the physical body so much. Mm-hmm. And I guess begin to really question the possibility of there being a lot more to your to you versus your physical body. That really where are you in the overall structure of your body? <laughs> To, to ask yourself the question to try and find yourself of where you where you are in all of it. What is the thing that makes you you? What is the thing that makes choices? To narrow all of your thought systems down to find where that the still core of you is. That complete rock. To, to dive into yourself and to f- and to search for that, yeah, because there is one deep in every single one of us that is our our unmovable being, the connection to everything in the universe. Once we are in touch with that, you no longer need the ego. You won't have it anymore. Oh, love it. Love it. <laughs> you know your purpose here. Yeah. You know that your interaction with everything around you changes everything around you. Completely change your thought system, how you think, what you think about. Oh, that's for sure. The mm. mind will be calm, but when you're ready to think about something, it's on a super conscious level <clears throat> because you now have all the rest of the processing power of your mind <clears throat> not taken up with all these random thoughts, random stories, random memories, all this past that's all convoluted and blocking accessibility to, to higher states of consciousness. Being in a super conscious state, you can think about any concept and completely see all sides of it and how all components of that system work. It's just like what Seth was talking about in the Seth material to be able to become something to fully, truly understand it. Mm. Well, to truly, fully understand God, you're going to have to become it. And doing that is the remembrance of self. That's how much growth we have to do. (laughs) That's how much of a distortion our normal day lives is from what, what the veil of forgetting does not allow us to see Mm. from our previous lives and past knowledge. But we're just, we're, we're transferring the same knowledge from each life into the next one and advancing upon that. So we're not limited here as to how far that we want to get with the evolution of our minds. It's limitless. This is where the mastery of self comes into place. If, If this is something that you're seeking and striving for, it's absolutely achievable, but it, it takes, it takes your desire and your, and your will to do this. 
to evolve yourself. Yeah. But once that train really starts going, it starts picking up its own momentum and you feel the natural pull of the universe pulling you towards this. You couldn't stop if you wanted to. It's not in your programming to give up on anything anymore. But this being your sole focus, this this is going to be your core of your spirituality. This is what it's all going to stem from and this is what it becomes. You'll actually be able to know what what true spirituality is. And yeah. and really see through the illusionary distortions of anything else other than that. You know, I was just thinking back when you're talking about your thoughts racing, it's, I wanted to tell the people at home, if you're, if you find yourself being exhausted at the end of the day, mentally exhausted, take a moment to look and see how much chattering you're doing throughout the day. Cause it's burning up. Like Russ said, it's burning up your processing power and you're, and you're psychologically exhausting yourself by the end of the day. And you can really do a lot to reduce that by stopping all that unnecessary chatter in your mind. That it's 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 mentally, emotionally, and physically draining to yeah. sit there and let that carry out. You have to find a way to calm that down. That keeps you from even wanting to deal with situations in the first place once they arise. Because you're so tired from that. <clears throat> Just your brain running all day and what causes that braining that brain running all day it boils down to the belief of self which is programmed in the mind which only permits a certain level of consciousness Mm -hmm. for you to be able to think and process things it only allows a certain level of cognitive function for you to understand things, for you to gain knowledge about really anything in your in in your life. But it takes getting into a higher level of consciousness to be able to really illuminate and highlight what needs to be fixed in your inner state of being. The the dark parts of you that maybe a lot of this you've held on to for so long, your entire life, whatever it's been from from childhood or past events, holding on to that negative energy is the things that need to be highlighted, brought your awareness to, brought loving truth to and heal those parts so you can move on. And it's that moving on about our entire past is what is going to allow us to evolve. Yep. But we don't see it that way. We want to avoid all that. We don't want to go into our past, into our pain. Avoid it. But it's the very thing that we're here to learn from. It's yeah. a part of the whole game here. Oh, man. It really boils down to letting go, being able to let go. And, and and it goes back to attachments. You know, we're holding on to things that we don't have to hold on to. Yeah, it's not you. That, And that's an infinite statement. we're holding on to things that we don't have to hold on to. Mm -hmm. So it can be applied to any situation. Yeah, absolutely. But being able to lose our attachment so much for the physical body, we can finally get to experience the, the spiritual side of the body what our spirit is, what its connection to everything else is. Let go, baby. Let it all go. Yeah. Just be, 
you want to be internally happy. You want to be happy about your life. Peacefully happy. Yes. To be able to look back on any of it and be gracious, thankful, appreciative for everything that's happened in your life to get you to this point that you are right now. Because at some, re- at some way you have grown. You are where you are right now because you have got yourself to this point. But when it comes to the things that we need to let go in our past, letting go of that will give you the fuel and energy that you need to be everything you need to be in the present moment to completely transcend your future. Very well put. Thank you. I like that. Yeah, I like. How, yeah, I liked how that flowed out because that gave, <laughs> it came out nicely. That's that's essentially it. Yeah. We overthink so much. We really do. We, we think about things too much. Mm. But th- this is either going to be a good or a bad thing. It needs to be where it, it's what the mind is thinking from, what perspective it's thinking from. If it's thinking about anything fear-based, negativity, uh, attack, those are the... Those are the thought systems. They're going to be related to the ego. It's not your true self. Now, if you're thinking a lot about what you can change for the positive, what is, uh, you know, any type of inner work, stuff like that, those are the type of thoughts and thought systems that are going to be more of the heart-based, more of your spirit-based, and from a higher consciousness. So these are your choices right here of, of which one is going to actually give you better outcomes, better possibilities are the ones that are going to keep you on that same path that you, you don't know how to get out of and just continue to stay asleep in, in, in daily life about They always get you in the same scenarios, the same situations. And it's probably getting old. You're probably getting sick of it, <laughs> but you don't know how to stop those from happening anymore your ego ego is just battling you the entire time that's what you have to separate from to realize what your suffering has been this entire time and a lot of times that right there is what forces people to find and wind up on the spiritual path is them finally being tired of that yeah it's like a natural submission I'm done. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I submit. Because the other way is just going to keep going. It'll it'll never quit. It has to be you that, that backs down. You need to back down and get off those train tracks and get on that train track of the spiritual awakening and healing yourself. And just remember the ego is not you. It's just chattering about things. It's Those thoughts aren't even you. Don't associate those thoughts with you. Something we did kind of touch on a while back mm. in, in the episodes, in the earlier episodes, uh, about the thinking mind versus observing mind was, was one of the episodes. But it's learning the difference between subjective thought or subjective thinking versus objective thought or objective thinking. Uh, objective thinking is only for, from a perception of truth, from from a any type of version of truth. But our subjective thinking is more from our, from our personal perception, what our feelings are, what our emotions are. So these two different types of thought patterns, thought paths, which one in in any type of situation in our life and with our thoughts, what type are they? Are they subjective or are they objective? Mm. Are we basing our choices from the uh, subjective thinking or objective thinking? And they are com- two completely different paths in life. What type of reality you will experience based upon these two different choices? It is how you view yourself 
the belief of self, and how you view the rest of the world. If you're objective versus subjective. So that would that would be something to absolutely research for yourself to see these differences in you. And you can even write these down as well. Keep a track of the things that you know to be truth and you operate from your heart in or whether it's the mind's more negative version of you and those different versions of you. What are what are those negative things that you base your your thinking from? Mm-hmm. What what is the the core matters of those? Yeah, that reoccurring theme, that core that keeps popping up over and over and over. I was just trying to think of like a an analogy to give for that. Hmm. Well, objective thinking, you say that you you love your boyfriend or girlfriend or your spouse or whatever. Saying that you you love them, you give them a hug. That's that's objective thinking. It's it's truth. It's truth. It's based in love. Subjective thinking would be you're upset at them because they did something, because they upset you, uh, because they did something in the past. Oh yeah. You're upset because of it, and you you see it from the ego's angle and it's the ego that's attacking them that that's in the subjective realm because you're only basing it upon your perception and your feelings and emotions adding stories onto it yes but if you go subjects but say you if you were in that state and you were upset right now if you switch back to objective thinking like that, it goes back to love. It goes being back to truth and love. So being in that state of truth and love, you can now look at the other state that you is in of being upset and say, no, actually that's not me anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. I realize that I do love them and I don't need to attack them anymore. In that exchange, you're converting that energy to where that that trigger, that thought process, that old subjective thinking is now going to start to disappear. It's going to start to fade away. I can think back to the past and and see clear examples of where I've done all of that. Mm-hmm. Definite black and white, clearly defined situations and examples of all that. And all of us get ourselves in in these situations, and and I'm sure even the listener could pinpoint stuff, just as you did. Yeah, just think about it for a minute. <laughs> just think about it; it it'll pop in there. But our 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 subjective and objective thinking it does relate to our cognition, how the mind operates. What type of cognitive state are we in? Are we in a higher cognitive state or a lower cognitive state? How do we view ourselves? How do we view others? How do we rack and stack and compare that? You know, I just thought of something. That might be another way into um, get, getting into old memories. If, if you can go back and look at something you did objectively versus subjectively, if, and think about the subjective stuff and, and you could say, okay, I did this, but uh, you know, I was, I was attacking someone or I was coming from a place of ego. You could go back and find those memories right there and start working with those memories to get rid of them, start correcting them and start letting go of that. That'd be another avenue of finding all that old traumatic 
energy that's just sitting in your body. Yeah. And, and I'll back that up because saying from, from my own personal experience, um, earlier on I was doing that of going through absolutely everything. And that's the reason why I was teaching so much on reduction because you are reducing yourself, your core, your, your core image of yourself. You're reducing all of that, all of that down to zero. You're completely getting rid of all of it. So you're going through all of your experiences, all of your memories, all of every single instance of your past that you have held something negative onto and fixing it, converting it. Yeah. So on the plus side, you're giving yourself possibility and energy back that you never had before. Yeah. It's everything that you were holding back. You're now gaining in a different positive way. So with the continuance of that and a constant doing of breaking down your entire psyche structure, you can reprogram the entire thing. Some portions of it, one change will be dramatic by affecting, by affecting uh, multiple systems at once. Some things take longer than others for it to get processed, that there's really some deep programming that you've been holding on to this whole time, that it just takes a while for it to convert itself. But yeah. All of the conversions end up just setting you freer and freer and freeing your mind, freeing your your body, healing your body, and allowing your access to spirit to come to come through. Yeah. Yeah, some subjects are just going to take uh, time, like you were saying, for your body to just uh, shave down the layers. and They're going through their cycles of... the cycles of knowledge, depending on what you're learning through those cycles. Are you getting... Are you advancing and growing through these cycles and getting kind of like that good grade at the end to where you're passing on to the next evolutionary cycle? Uh, yeah, what, I, what I was saying like is if you have a bigger subject and it doesn't go away right away, it, it's okay. It's probably got probably to shave it down layer by layer and just whittle away at that bigger subject if it was a bigger traumatic instance or whatever it may be some memories or old thoughts might not just dissolve away as quickly just be patient and work with it because a lot of that stuff is all tied to themselves you may have to work on another area of things that make you angry Uh that that anger is tied into other things that make you upset that you're triggered by that is just related to another portion of your anger Mm. it kind of it flows out like a wave and it it roots itself in these systems that you allow it to root itself in that you bring it into but you can heal those same areas in the reverse fashion by giving them love and awareness, converting that energy, it changes it to where it's going to be helping you in the future versus hindering you. Yeah, just uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Let your body and your psyche know it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to let it go. It's okay to go through it and dig it back up and work through it and get rid of it. And as you're experiencing it, don't be hard on yourself for whatever happened, whatever that subject is. Just send it love, like Russell always says, and uh, work your way through it and get past it. I mean, like we've said many times, this is all about loving yourself. Yeah. Loving yourself so you can love others properly. Yeah. Really. <laughs> that, that, this is going to be one of the, the first lessons. The very first lessons in all of this is learning how to love yourself. Because w- when that happens, you're also allowing yourself to be loved. Correct. But you're not going to reject it. It's getting us on a better footing. It's getting us on a more truthful footing when starting with love because everything in the universe already is love. You're starting with source. 
Yeah, you're not going to invent or develop any stories as why you can't be loved or why you don't deserve it or why it's for other people and you, and you should be miserable <laughs> why you deserve to be miserable. Yeah, that that won't even occur. You'll be able to love yourself and accept when it comes. To understand love, you have to become love. Yeah. The first lesson. Yeah, the first lesson. That's perfect. I think, you know, I think that's what we'll call this one, the first lesson. The first lesson is love. The first lesson is love. Boom. Yeah. One year episode of the Evolution Through Ascension podcast. <laughs> the first lesson is love. It's, we did it backwards. We went through a whole year to describe the first lesson. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. That's brilliant. It's brilliant. We did it backwards. <laughs> we gave you guys all the ending stuff first and the first lesson last. Just kidding. Anyway, thank you guys so much for sticking with us over this year and 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 and, and uh, listening to us on ramble about our journeys and um, and uh, try and spill our information out there so you guys can have something to, to grasp onto and work with to kind of get your footing going if you're just starting out and if you guys are already well into the middle of an awakening and hope hopefully this has helped you keep that steam engine going and you're just shoveling right along and you know I love you guys appreciate you guys I can't I can't thank you guys enough for sticking around and showing up every week and yeah, I could go on forever, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could as well, so I won't. I'll just say bless you guys and thank you so much for, for sticking around. Yeah, and uh, hope hope you guys are, are getting through your journeys as, as smoothly as possible. And uh, hopefully our guidance is helping you through, through whatever portion. And uh, we're here for you guys, and we love you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, and... Um Happy one year anniversary, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that little jingle on the, uh, on the thing? Let me see. I don't remember anymore. Uh, I just hit one of them. <laughs> Happy one year anniversary. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> All right. All right. We love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.